what's been good and what's been difficult? Well, it's been nice to have so much free time because, yeah. yeah. However, at the start, I found using all this technology a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and also, sometimes it's a bit annoying to be in the same room as my brothers all the time. <laughs> Emily, how's it been for you? What's been what's been hard, and then what's been good? Well, for me, I think it's been quite difficult to kind of self manage like timings and stuff with school the things I've enjoyed is having like a different way to kind of stay in touch with friends it's like a way that I suppose none of us have really tried before like using zoom and stuff like that and just to have a bit more time for myself I guess mm. great thanks Emily Libby let's come to you what what have you found hard and what have you enjoyed if anything uh, I think Keeping in contact with friends is a lot harder because I always prefer going out with my friends rather than doing it online. Mm. But it's nice that we still have all this stuff to kind of keep in contact with people and to still to talk. But yeah. It's really interesting about you, Barry, but it's really interesting that I always think that I'm the technophobe because I'm so old. But I find it really encouraging hearing you young people say that it wasn't easy for you at the beginning either. Yeah, I, it's really struck me actually how, um, you know, the, the kind of perception of young people is that they're all stuck online all the time. And actually, the amount of social contact that young people get, especially just from being at school for like seven hours a day, is, is really significant. Mm -hmm. And to have that taken away from you is a real challenge, I think. And, and how about you, Daniel? How how's it been for you year eight what's this meant for you it's quite good because it's really flexible i can just start wherever i want work as long as i want and stuff but it's just so boring mm. well, how have you found it libby trying to organize yourself to do your work it's very flexible so i choose what i want to do and when and i feel like i prefer that to having the schedule at school where i have to do an hour with each subject at each time it's nice to have it more flexible yeah that's really interesting so you've been able to choose when you do your different subjects rather than having it all timetabled hmm. yeah if it weren't for like all this technology then we wouldn't be in the situation we are talking to all our friends and stuff dan give me a bit of a sense of what it's been like being in year 11 and suddenly having lockdown and finding yourself at home well, it's, it's kind of been weird because, like, obviously we've got our exams cancelled. And on the one hand, that was a massive relief because I knew I hadn't revised enough and I knew I needed to, um, like, be working harder. But on the other hand, it's also kind of disappointing to, like, not be able to have in writing the proof that you can achieve something. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a bit of a mix. Yeah, that is a huge thing when you've been expecting to do your exams, even if you didn't think you'd revised enough. Um, yeah. But suddenly life just changes dramatically. I mean, how have you been keeping up with people and how's that been? Uh, well, it's actually been pretty good um, because with the power of technology, then I just FaceTime all my mates and then we all like just text and arrange to meet up and just hang out for a bit. We go to the local park or um, so we'll just start by texting on the group chat like today I want to meet up today 
and a couple of people will say yes and a couple of people will need to stay home and whatnot and then we'll just decide on a park to go to and we'll just meet up and hang out for a bit just chat listen to some music that kind of thing just to like be out of the house see other people apart from just your family that you're constantly locked in with it's just a nice refresher that the rest of humanity is still going around yeah i guess it's a bit easier perhaps because you're a bit older because um, yeah. daniel how's that been for you you haven't been able to meet friends we were going to meet up this week but we haven't talked about it much yeah, it must be hard because Emily, you were saying that you met a friend for the first time today. How was that? Yeah, I mean, it was quite like a, it was quite different. Like I didn't quite expect um, to kind of interact with each other the way we did because obviously we haven't seen each other for so long. So no, but it was really nice, and it kind of made me realise how much like relationships are built at school, and you don't even realise it when you're just in your lessons and stuff. Just the people you're surrounded by. And in times like this, I guess we realise how important it is to keep those friendships. Must be really hard. If you haven't seen each other for ages, did you want to give one another a hug? When you, I mean, yeah. how was that? It was quite difficult. She she bought me. She actually bought me some sweets, and she threw them across the road to me. But no, it was okay. We we got used to it after a couple of hours. I always would prefer to be out with my friends. I feel a better connection with that way than in like on calls or by text. And so while it's nice to be doing what we're doing, I miss going out with my friends and socialising, stuff like that. And you've been locked in with your families all this time. How's that been? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's being recorded, so you might need to be careful what you say. <laughs> it's been a lovely time, Bishop Rachel. <laughs> uh, no, it's, <clears throat> it's not been too bad. Just when tensions rise high you can't just like go out for a walk and just stay out for a couple of hours you gotta kind of just go to your room and just like let it wear off I it's just um that kind of i guess because i'm a bit extroverted that feeling of being cooped up is just a bit kind of situation but it's it's not been too bad what do you think your friends are most struggling with them i guess some of them have coped quite well others have really struggled what what have you been aware of amongst your friends uh, yeah i've got a couple of friends who i guess we all have uh, different things that we've been struggling with but i think it's just important to you know make sure that you stay in contact with everyone every day and just to make sure that they're still doing all right and it's just like a simple phone call away and we're so lucky that we've got that I think that's just quite important to remember. Mm, no, really important. How about you, Libby? Have you got some friends who found it hard during this time? Yeah, I would agree with what Emily just said. If we all have our own struggles, but we're keeping in contact and we're trying to keep each other sane through everything that's going on. Yeah. But I've been doing a couple of workouts and I went on a run yesterday. For the, like, that was my first run in lockdown. Yeah. And I felt good for doing it, but it's really weird going out and seeing people doing all this distancing and all of that really surreal what are some of the things barry you've noticed in talking with young people over these last 10 weeks i think it has been what are some of the key themes you've noticed i think some of the stuff we've already talked about um that sense of loss of connectivity loss of friendships i think a lot of young people are surprised how much they're missing school 
um, and missing the structure and, you know, actually missing having work to do and everything. Um, even those that would tell you they hate school are still kind of realising that it's such an important part of their life. Um, and I think there's a sort of, there's a kind of underlying anxiety about the, the long-term mess of it. You know, we none of us know what, what the future's got in store. And, um, you know, for these guys, you know, Libby and Emily are doing their, their GCSEs. They don't know what that's going to mean for them in a year's time or two years' time when they come to do their exams. Kids that are supposed to be going off to university don't know how that's going to work. And um, the people that are around you that are supposed to have all the answers, your, your parents and your teachers and the leaders and everything, you know, we haven't got a clue what's going on either. So there, there is no answers. And that sense of anxiety, I think, is just kind of bubbles under all the time with everything. And as you, you think about the future, so Dan, you, were, you are year 11. Uh, yeah. Now no exams. As you look to the future, you know, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like. Are there things that really concern you? You're kind of... No, no matter what we get into from like from for this year, you're kind of put down with an asterisk next to your name because you got in because it was Corona. Like, yeah, it's just kind of like a bit. Um, again, just the not being able to prove that you can actually do it, you can do it, you can get there. It's a bit. It's going to be weird. I think that's the only thing that's really concerning me. Yeah, for me, I think it's just been the whole unknown of the situation. Like, we just have no idea. Um, and like you said, it's we, we don't know where we can get any answers from. Like, for me, I'm supposed to be sitting exams next month, and obviously that's not going to happen, and I've got my actual GCSEs this time next year. Mm. And so, like, the whole kind of exam situation for my GCSEs is going to be changing all the time, and it is changing all the time. And we don't really have like that constant thing that we can kind of like think about in the future. Like I just have no idea. Uh, for me, I'm meant to be moving school for like September. I want to go to Berkeley College like to do engineering. But now that all of this has gone on, I don't know what I want to do because I want to have more time with my friends. So it's really confusing because it's like I want to go, but now all of this has happened and like it's like everything's been cut short mm. and so now I'm kind of having doubts and then also if I do decide to move I don't know how delayed it's going to be and how different it's going to be and how much I'm going to have to catch up on so it's all really worrying. Mm. So many unknowns aren't there um, yeah. for all of us and we don't we don't have the answers um, and I've been reflecting a lot how in life we often live as if we think we know what the answers are and, you know, what's coming next. Actually, even when life was so-called normal, the truth is that we never quite know what's around the next corner. But I think this has really heightened that. Now we've been in lockdown for, what, 10 plus weeks now, then it's like, I know certainly myself, it's given me time to actually think about what I want to do and what I want to accomplish in life. Mm. How about you, Daniel? Has it changed any of your thoughts, the way you want to live coming out of this? It's kind of um, challenged me to live differently, to set myself up for 
what I want to do afterwards. And do you think your faith has changed at all during this time, either got stronger or you've had more doubts? I know there's stuff that's in the Bible, that's true, but quite difficult to uh, find God in my life uh, in the same way as I used to because it's so different now. I'm a bit weaker because everything's so different and I, I haven't adjusted properly. Mm. Oh, that's really honest that life is so different and actually therefore how we how we live our faith in such a different time i think that's really honest and i think you can tell god that as well when you're feeling anxious when you have those kind of worries about school and what the future holds your gcse's what what's helping in that anxiety I think it's just important that we remember that, you know, we're not alone, like everyone's going to be going through exactly the same thing. And there is someone out there who is going to make the decision of what happens with our exams and what happens. And, you know, in the future, like it is going to get sorted. And we do have to just remember that we can have a bit of hope for the future. Mm. Really wise, Emily. Everyone's in the same situation and someone will take some decisions hopefully good decisions for you. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. I find that it's really reassuring having um, Boris Johnson talk to us every day, um, even though I don't listen to it. My mum keeps me updated and magazines that I read, like say, oh, schools like for primary people are going to open and stuff like that. And I think it's also nice just to talk to your friends and your family or to do something you really like, like climbing up a tree or reading a good book. Yeah. How about you, Libby? What helps you when you feel anxious? Uh, I personally, I'll either talk to my friends or I just like some of my own space to like sort of gather my thoughts and yeah. overcome my anxieties and stuff. Yeah, I'm just interested whether whether Christian faith said anything in all this for you, whether you found any encouragement in that, whether it's challenged faith, that's raised questions, whether it's given you hope. I feel like it's challenged my faith because I'm so used to having these really helpful youth groups on every Monday and Friday. However, I don't really have that anymore. But it's been reassuring to have the um, Zoom meetings every Monday and Friday. <laughs> so it's really helped me. For a long time, we didn't really have any youth thing on. Um, I felt quite alone, mm. um, but that challenged me because um, I feel like I need friends and I need stuff to do and to read but without that and without like without my meetings it's been difficult to feel like god is really there mm. and so much has been taken away from our society it's it can be quite encouraging because you know we we've got to 
put our faith somewhere because everything else around us is unknown and like constantly changing so I feel like there's a part of me where I felt like I can put on my trust that faith which is quite important mm. um, and I also feel like it has been challenging because I feel that my personal relationship with Jesus is influenced by my relationship with other Christians mm. and in this uh, kind of situation that we're in right now it's been quite difficult to kind of have those relationships with other Christians in kind of the, mo the intimate level that they were on previously so I just think it's definitely been quite difficult in that aspect. Mm. Yeah, really helpful and really perceptive. How about you Libby? Has faith come into this at all for you in a good way? Yeah. Or way? it's come in both good and negative ways because a big part of my like faith is music. I play the flute and I always would play like at church. I would do the worship and help out with that. And so it's a big thing because I can't really do it anymore because our church are doing it like, no, we're not doing it on Zoom, we're doing it on YouTube. So it's not something I can do. So, but I am lucky because my mum plays the piano and she does all worship. So I get to still do it with her, but it's not the same. But then faith has also been really like a positive thing through youth groups. Like I illuminate, it gives me something to look forward to when I feel like there's no one to speak to. Mm. So it has good and bad effects. Yeah, really interesting that you all picked up on that that theme of of experiencing your faith being stronger with people and with friends. And and I would say that's because. God has created us to live in relationship. You know, we're made live in relationship with God and with one another. Indeed, I would say with creation as well. Um, so actually, when that's not there, we're, we're really struggling with something that actually is really important. So I think you're very, you're very perceptive in the way you talk about that. One of the things that came to mind as you were talking, I was thinking about the time when Jesus was in the boat with his friends and there was a storm and the winds and the waves and they were really scared. And if you remember that story, if you know that story, they wake Jesus up and Jesus calms the waves and he says to them, you know, why were you afraid? You know, did you not trust me? I'm, I'm here, I'm with you. And I just heard some of that in what you were saying, that actually you've been really honest about the waves and the anxiety and the not knowing what's happening next and yet trusting um, that Jesus is with you. But of course, the thing about that story, that, that thing that happened was that there were other friends in the boat as well. And actually what I guess we've been missing is having those other friends in the boat with us um, as well as Jesus. And I was wondering, is there, have any particular parts of the Bible or stories or verses been important for you? Verses to do with being like alone and afraid, I guess. And just to remember the, that we're not alone and we don't have to be afraid because like that's, it's completely out of our control. Mm. And so we don't have to be afraid. Mm. I was um, just the other day, it really struck me that there's that, that prayer they call the serenity prayer isn't there about you know lord help me to you know, it's kind of kind of paraphrasing it but you know 
take control of things I can control and don't worry about the things I can't control. And, and that sort of concept, I've used that so many times in talking to other people. And yet, actually, now I'm having to understand that and do that for myself and you know, really, really understand what that means when you know, I like to know what's going on and I like to be in control and it's completely taken away from me. Um, and that ability to trust him in all of this yeah. is really being tested, I think. Mm. <laughs> I think um, the Lord is my shepherd. Mm. It's comforting to know that he is there and that he's showing us the way and that he's guiding us and he cares for us so we don't need to worry yeah i've gone back to that psalm 23 so many times over the last 10 weeks with people because it's that lovely picture of jesus the shepherd but there are the sheep sort of lying down in beautiful grass and by still waters and then there's the image of going through a really dark valley and it's like when times are easy and when times difficult that the shepherd is with us and doesn't abandon us doesn't promise us that life will be easier it won't be painful or we won't be sad or indeed that death won't happen as we know with this virus but actually that jesus will always be with us and never let us go so i'm really glad you said that song barry can i just ask you you know in your kind of conversations and supporting young people what are the main things that you've noticed over this time i think one of the things that's really that i found really interesting is that there was this, there's been this sort of shift in terms of cultural attitudes towards technology and, and technology with young people in uh, you know i don't know what it was like for you guys but for a lot of young people you know their parents view were they were they were using technology too much you know, you're always on your phone, you're always on social media, and then suddenly it's like, you've got to use this all the time. And what I'm really noticing in people, in young people especially, is how much they're really missing face-to-face -face social interaction. We've noticed, and I, you know, I don't know if this is a trend all over the place, but the, the, the kind of, the amount of social media that young people are using seems to be dropping week on week, really. Um, and that they're just desperate to be out and about with people and meet face to face. And I think that's been the, the mm. hardest thing. What would you want me to be telling our vicars and our clergy and our leaders in our churches at the moment? I think just to say thank you for keeping all this going online, because it would be really hard for me if we didn't have a way of having church. Yeah. So it's like, I would want to say thank you for like doing all these online services and planning everything as if it was normal, even though it's not. Because mm. God is really important in my life. And if I didn't have the, these like church services, then I would be in a lot different of a place. That's really beautiful, Libby. Thank you. I think for me, I'd encourage them to continue the kind of online aspect of church because I know that there are non-Christians who are kind of feeling the same anxieties that we're all feeling and they're turning to these online churches because they're looking for answers and I feel like that's telling of not just the time at the moment and I think like for me as well personally I think I can engage 
well with churches like all over the country just by being in my bedroom and I feel like that's a really really important thing that you know church doesn't have to be on a Sunday and we can kind of access these services wherever and whenever we want to everyone has their own way of having a relationship with God and so some people like Libby um, find that through worship and some people find that through relationship with other Christians and some people find that through hearing sermons online and so I feel like just to when we do come out of this to kind of like take hold of these opportunities that we've created online I think that's important I think just the importance of like knowing that there is somewhere that you can go like even if that isn't um a physical church just like um so so the local vicars have been doing a thing called um the open vicarage which is essentially where they just go into a google meet room and anyone can just drop in and uh just have a chat if they need it i think just having that and knowing that that's available is really important because not all young people uh feel confident enough to go into a church um and so just having that that support that's there even if they even if they don't want to go into the church still having the support available to them i think is really important i think that the online aspect really helps non-christians because um apparently it the double the amount of people are listening to it online than who would normally go to church mm. i think it's a great way to show um people that this is what christianity is like and this is what ch- church is like and that it's really just amazing mm. yeah i was gonna say the same thing i think it makes it much more accessible and you know a bit more a bit less um yeah, kind of. If, if you invite someone to come to church, it's quite a you know, it's quite a big step, isn't it? But they can log on to something or watch a YouTube video or something, and and you know get a feel for it before they actually then make a next step. So I think it makes it much more accessible. Whilst not losing that friendship side, I think I think that Libby made that point really well. And you've all said, you know, actually, it's one thing staring at one another like this on the screen, but when you can actually see one another and be in a group together and give one another a hug as well which is really important thank you Barry was anything you wanted to add or ask at the end uh one of the big things I think for young people is about the environment and the climate and Mm. there was something I read today then in the news like you know carbon emissions are down nearly 20 percent or something at the moment and you know whether there's a positive aspect to some of this stuff uh, environmentally that you guys have noticed. I really hope that we can just, you know, for doctor's appointments and stuff like that, we can just do them online so that people won't have to be driving around in cars as much and that people can help that pollution stop. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it's always been like something I think about is the environment because I think for people our age it's definitely quite a big thing and so I think this period of time where everyone's kind of stopping it's been quite interesting to see the effects that it's been having on the environment yeah yeah I agree that this is really helping like our climate but then it's also everybody coming together to do this 
and so it's really nice seeing everyone sort of come together to help each other through this because it's hard for everyone in their own different ways and so seeing everybody come together and it making a positive impact really nice to see yeah it's a really nice place to end that sort of community spirit it's like even though it's been painful for lots of people and lots of people you know have been ill people have died but actually there's been that community spirit the people in all of that so how do we hold on to that i think that's a real a real challenge and the environment um, is all part of that isn't it how do we go on caring together for the environment thank you i found that really uh, really inspiring hearing hearing you and really aware that for you some of the challenges you're facing are very different from the ones that i'm facing and i think back to when i was your age which was quite a long time ago but um that actually you know making all these decisions about your future um and i can see how that you know that can make you anxious but as you have all said god knows you god creates you god loves you and god knows you by name and god will not let you go i i can't give you any assurance about what's around the next corner or what it's going to be like when you go back to school but I do know that God won't let you go. And um, God's got good things in store for you, as well as us often having to live the pain and the sadness. So thank you guys, it's been really inspiring.